0: welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. Um, I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about it or talking about it. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it.
1: So we're gonna break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And
0: maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy.
1: So, okay. This mini-sode. mini sewed. And this is full of spoilers about the spoilers that the Surreal spoiled <laughs> <laughs> of Hera. <laughs> and uh, so spoiler of spoilers of the Surreal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Surreal appears three times, mm-hmm. once in each book of the series. Um, I guess the first part of the series, because it didn't come up in Silver Flames at all. So. Um, so. the Surreal appears once each time. I'm going to highlight a few, like, key things that he says um, in each of the books. And we'll start with the first book, A Court of Thorns and Roses. So... We've kind of briefly touched on these already in our last main episode, but we'll see how much more we have to add to it. Yeah. Um, but the first thing that the serial spoils is that Tamlin is High Lord of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. Yeah. Um, so my brain is like, well, for her, obviously, this is like huge news. right? Um, and so, like I said, we've talked about this, but I just, I think it's funny to think about how long... It would have taken her to figure that one out by herself because the surreal seems like surprised she didn't figure that out already.
1: Right. Well, because this next question was like, did you know you were even in the spring court? <laughs> and it's like, duh, kind of thing. But I mean, honestly, there's no, we have no idea. Like she could have gone years and years and years without ever knowing that he was the high lord because she's nothing. To, nothing to compare to mm-hmm. because he can require everyone in his court to keep silent. So they would never say anything, none of the servants in the house. Um, which she, like, you know, she winds up seeing them after they come back from the Glen. He, like, removes the, the glamour, so she's able to, like, see and interact with these fairies. But they would never say anything to her that their master basically wouldn't allow. And then she has Lucian, who she knows is also High Fae, but she knows, like, Tamlin's a little more powerful than him. But when you have nothing really above that, if she's never interacting with any other High Fae or anyone that is a High Lord besides, like, the supposed Spring Court High Lord, why would she ever know that he was High Lord? Or, like, how would she ever find out? Like, honestly, only Lucian would probably be the one that would, like, (laughs) spoil it. Yeah. her, because he, I feel like he tells all the secrets about lying and about, like, iron and all that stuff. But again, like, if he works, or if he's part of Tamlin's court, like, Tamlin could technically order him to be silent, just like the whole Aramantha thing. Like, they don't... Nobody else is allowed to say anything, so she might never know, which right. would be, you know, interesting.
0: What you said, though, just to remind me, though, everything we've, like, learned is from Lucian. Like, we learned <laughs> Tamlin's name. We yeah. learned about the line and the iron. I'm just – Lucian has loose lips, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the second thing the surreal spoiled, mm-hmm. but it was a much later spoiler in this first book – is him saying, stay with the High Lord Human. Yes. Because right now, we all assume that that's Tamlin. Right. But it's not Tamlin. I mean, I think it's
1: both. I think... Fair enough. I think the Suriel knew what she was destined for. And I think she knew that, you know, in the beginning, like, if by staying with Tamlin, I think she was able to write everything. Mm-hmm. Like, get rid of the Blight and all those things. And so by staying with him, she was able to do that. And then but by
0: staying with Rhys she was able to get through that. You she, know what I
1: mean? True. True. But if she hadn't like stayed in, if she wasn't in love with Tamlin when she was, she would have never have come back and gone mm-hmm. to the mountain. So I feel like she had to stay with Tamlin first to get okay. to the mountain.
0: But he's he, so the serial says and like and and all will be righted. Right. When we think so like in the book we don't really know what that like everything changed is. Right. But later on, we learn all about Highburn mm-hmm. and the Cauldron right. and all of that stuff. So it's like, when it says all will be righted, I don't think it's like just Amarantha. No. I think it's also the whole situation with Highburn mm-hmm. and the manipulation of the Cauldron. Like, yeah. that's what I picture when the cereal says right now, all will be righted. Right. Yeah, so in that case, it's definitely Reese. Well, but I think I think you also have that good point of like she needed to stick with Tamlin in these early phases to get to that next point, right? Where she then needed to stick with Reese.
1: Yeah, I think she just needs to be with a high lord to get (laughs) to where things need to be. So it's like Tamlin and then Reese, and it's also like she goes back to Tamlin too when that's true. She becomes high lady and like marries Reese. She goes back. And she lives with Talon for a while, and it's, like, that sets things in motion for a hybrid. So it's, like, I think she has to be with, like, a High Lord to, like, make all this plan happen. Right. Whatever,
0: like, fate has in store yeah. requires her to be with a High Lord. The Surreal is just, like, so dang clever. I know. He's probably just going home and, like, giggling about He's like, haha. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> as much as a creepy creature giggles. can and giggles. but. Yeah. I just... I still have that, like, TikTok image of the Surreal, like, sipping tea in my brain, <laughs> and he's just... It's an attitude I love. Uh, speaking of which, though, I just... These next... So that's all that's in A of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. So we're going to dive into the next two books. I feel like every time I visit... Like, the Surreal comes into play a little bit, mm-hmm. and we get to visit with him... Um, I like him more and more. Oh, I really like him. Yeah,
1: the more <laughs> we see this serial, I'm like, this guy knows what's up.
0: But it's like how we've only interacted with him three times yeah. in this entire series. And I'm like, oh, no, I like the serial. He's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, okay, so Horde of Mist and Fury. Yes. Let me find the right. Okay. So, in Court of Mist and Fury, Thayra captures the Surreal because Reese was injured. Right. And so, she's trying to save him. He was shot with arrows, and he's clearly been poisoned, and she doesn't know how to save him. So, right. that's why she seeks out the cereal. Which is just amazing that he just so happens to be within range of where she is. I you know. know. But I'll let that... I'll let that lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, the other thing I thought was interesting was how the surreal changes his greeting to Feyre in the second book so he calls her human in the mm-hmm. first book and this one he in he um speaks to her and says Feyre curse breaker which is just like Ooh. it's interesting he like they there's been no interaction between yeah. these points and he knows mm-hmm. she is the curse breaker that is cool actually yeah uh, so she has two questions. One is what poison was used on the arrows and where does she find a cure, right? And so yep. he gives her those answers, um, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. But the thing he spoils is he says, if you wish to speed your mate's healing, in addition to your blood and pink flowered weed sprouts by the river, make him chew it. And she's like, what? Yeah. What did you just say? You just mate. say mate? mate? What? What? It's crazy. And it's, funny because again the surreal it says he pauses and grins and it says you did not know that and so it's a similar (laughs) moment to like him revealing tamlin as high lord of just like oh i thought you would have known this by now
1: yeah and it's funny because i never picked up on like that he said that to like both times that he's like approached her it's only like when you're comparing them you're like dang this girl is dumb i know
0: well or it's like if you know everything i'm sure you think everything is obvious right true But, um, it's, I just think that's so funny, and she's like, say it, and he goes, the high lord of the night court is your mate, and I'm like, I feel like this is the first time the Surreal like, clearly spelled out, like, it is exactly this for you, yeah. <laughs> like, because he's always a little, little vague yeah. sometimes, so... That's a spoiler if there was Oh, my gosh. Any. But that was the
1: best. Because it's, like, you can just see her, like, simmering and it's, like, how did he not tell me, like... Yeah. Well, oh, that was the second know? thing
0: that the Surreal spoiled. Because okay. she was, like, does he know? Yeah. And he basically was, like, yes. And she's, like, for a long while. And she and he answers yes. So that obviously spirals into her frustrations... Oh, yes. ...with Reese once he's healed. Yeah. Because uh, he
1: knew from when she became uh, a fae. Like when she became high fae, like right afterwards, I'm like, oh my gosh. And so I read, like, like I said, I reread this whole book because I know <laughs> we were only doing chapters at the time, but I was just, I needed to read it. Yeah. And at the very end of the book, it's like Reese, when she comes out onto the top of the mountain, like right before he leaves and everything, they're talking and it's like, she turns around or something and he just like, he's like in awe. Like it's, it's like, I can, I could literally see it when I was reading it, and I was like, oh my gosh, like he's discovered that she's his mate. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Like when you read it, you're going to be so freaking excited. You're going to be like, I love this so much. It's amazing because it's like, I never, even like this, I've read this book four times now. (laughs) The first three times I never like, it never like clicked or did anything. Let me see if I can pull it up. Like, hang on, hang on.
0: Oh my God. Okay, this is going
1: to be pause.
0: I mean, they can listen to me cry if they want. They can. No,
1: it's like, I need to find this. I was reading it and I was like, shut the front door. How did I not read this before? <laughs> okay, That's okay. amazing. Okay, so he said, well, goodbye for now. He said, rolling his neck as if we hadn't been talking about anything important at all. He bowed at the waist, those wings vanishing entirely, and it had begun to fade into the nearest shadow when he went rigid his eyes locked on mine wide and wild and his nostrils flared shock pure shock flashed across his features at whatever he saw on my face and he stumbled back a step, back a step actually stumbled what is i began he disappeared simply disappeared not a shadow in sight into the crisp air i was like how have i never noticed this before i was like he literally saw her I am writhing on
0: Sarah's couch.
1: Saw her. Oh my God.
0: Is that not the best? Like I was like,
1: how did I never see this before? That's like the best part of the whole book. The whole first book, that is the part. I was like, this is amazing. How did I not notice this? I'm so
0: emotional right now. I know. I know. Oh my God. It only
1: took me four times to understand (laughs) Sarah J Moss's amazingness. You're welcome, reader. You're welcome, readers. I am (laughs) officially giving you the best part of the first book. Wow
0: Right? Isn't that amazing? I just.
1: because woo! they always they always talk about like when they when you see your mate it like locks in and I'm like, I see that. like I can literally right. picture this happening. Yeah, it's and it's not
0: necessarily the first time you see them but there's like
1: a moment where it is in a place. And he like wide eyes and like takes a step back like in shock, I was like, oh my God, that was it. That was the moment i love this book
0: series so i know
1: much i know it's like i never thought i would find like new things about it but i just found that this time i read it and i was like this was the best thing ever
0: <laughs> so much wow
1: okay spoiler spoiler i'll also drop that when we talk about those chapters actually no i can't because they don't know about reese they yet. don't know about it Stupid. okay i won't drop it then
0: but that's why you're listening to a spoiler <laughs> spoiler minis. That's why when we first started making this podcast, I was like we have to have one where we can talk. Uh, yes. like some part some episode thing we where we talk. can just talk. Yes. Hence the minis, which are we're doing a really bad job historically of making the minis, but we'll That's see great. how this keeps going. So but wow, that made my night. I know, right? <laughs> I thought it was the best. I was so excited when I read that. I love that so much. Um, okay, one last thing in yes. the surreal in the court of Mist and furies. Or in, in A Court of Mist and Fury is at one point she's questioning that she's his mate. Mm-hmm. She's like, how can I possibly his be his mate? Mates were equals, matched at least in some ways. Yeah. And the serial goes, he's the most powerful high lord to ever walk this earth. Which, pause. Okay. I know, you're like, wait, what? Like, ever? Ever? Ever. 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 Yep. Yeah. And you're like, woo! And then he continues and he says, you are new. are made of all seven high lords unlike anything are you two not similar in that are you not matched and I don't know if that's like a full that's not like a spoiler but I'm just like I love that description of it and that understanding of like because I think again we've talked about how like self-conscious Feyre is and it's like no you are at his level right and it's so cool to see how maybe this statement Mm -hmm helps embolden her in the future like yeah. when she is in the war with high and all those things it helps her you know to feel more powerful like i can be at this level yeah like, and i can be brave and i can do these things because i am his mate his yeah. match his equal and he's the most powerful high lord to ever walk the earth
1: well i wonder also like in that statement if it goes into the fact that you know all seven mm-hmm. high lords gave her their power yeah and then when she saves reese all of them mm. like give him their power so that's it's true. like they're truly equal in that mm. sense that they all they have all of their power interesting.
0: like each of them like, well I don't know if Reese took the powers in the same way she did I don't know I don't know if he did but but, like, but there was a similar experience of yeah. like the seven high lords coming together and giving them life yeah. essentially mm. that's so interesting yeah alright and then the surreal peace out on that one okay. so we're done with a court of mist and fury okay so now mm-hmm. we are in a court of wings in Roman, okay, and so, in the thick of war mm-hmm. Phharagra seeks out the cereal because she wants to like ask about the bone carver, yes, and I can't remember its name, but the creature the that weaver. like lives in the, or yeah the weaver mm-hmm. thank you um so she she seeks him out to ask about that and like the war essentially, yeah. so she um Seeks him out, and then so when the when the serial finds her, he asks her, "Have you come to kill me or to beg for my help once again, Pharaoh Archeron?" I just like how he introduces himself to her. I find that funny. Um, so she talks with him, um, and he says, "You wish to know where Hybern is hiding his, its army?" And she goes, yes, and other things, but let's start with that. And he reveals, even I cannot see that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for once, yeah. the cereal's having a hard time answering some of these questions because of the cauldron mm-hmm. and that the King of Hybram is controlling. Um, but that doesn't stop the serial from trying to help her, right. even still. So he reveals that like calls to like, mm-hmm. and to leverage Elaine or Nesta, yeah to look for the cauldron so that is a huge help yeah to them finding the cauldron and finding the king of high which is really cool um she also asked because she went through this thing where she tried to essentially get rid of the cauldron yep. right um she says why did the cauldron not react when i joined the book and spoke the spell to nullify its power and he goes because you did not hold on for long enough and she goes it was killing me and he says did you think you could leash its power without a cost and that feels like major foreshadowing yes, we're for Reese the end of the this cost. book. Exactly. Because I think they convinced themselves like, oh, the two of us together can do it. Yeah. And it's like. Well, yeah. I think
1: Reese convinces her. Right. That the two of them could do it, but he knew he was going to give everything.
0: And he's the most, like, oh, we just, most- he's the most powerful High Lord to ever exist. I know.
1: He's the most selfless High Lord to ever <laughs> exist. I love him so
0: much. He's truly the best. Um, but so unbeknownst to favor, I feel like the cereal is kind of spoiling yes for sure that ending a little bit also. So she asks him, like, would the bone carver make a difference? The serial answers her, and she's the serial says, "I cannot see not him. He is not born of this earth. His thread has not been woven in." And I just think that's very interesting. Yeah. Like, what do you mean he's not born of this earth? Right. It's like, where else is he from? Right. And so, this is a spoiler that I don't think we know yet. No. But I'm convinced, not to go too far into it. Yeah. But this connected thread theory between all the Sarah J. Mass universes yeah. is where this will eventually come in. Could definitely, potentially. I mean, because just think about, um,
1: oh, what's her face? Um, his second in command. Amryn. Amryn, thank Same you. thing. Yeah, it's like, she was not of this earth. And, like, at the end, like, she, you know, goes through all that craziness and, like, whatnot, and then comes back, like, reborn, mm-hmm. like, of this earth. So, it's like, is, like, somebody else going to be reborn? Like, I just think about, like, I don't know, like, all that inter, like, other universe type stuff. Like, right. It's definitely... I'm sure it's definitely all connected.
0: Right. And then not to pull from, like, a different Sarah J. Mass series, but, like, we know from Throne of Glass that there are connecting points. Yes. Because it connects back to this book. Right. And the way that Crescent City is set up Mm -hmm. feels like this weird mix where it's like, are they, is this just, like, a landing place where, like, creatures and people from all these different groups have kind of, like, ended up together? Yeah. And so, I don't know. I think there's something to come. Yeah. I definitely think it's possible that all of them will connect. Exactly. And I think that's, I think the serial is alluding to that a little bit here when he talks about these other creatures. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. And then, so then she's also talking about the Bone Carver Mm -hmm. and how the Bone Carver wanted the Aurora Boris, the, that mirror of beginnings and endings, um, and she says, I cannot retrieve it. And he says, you're afraid to look to see what's within. She says, will it drive me mad? Break me. And this is what I love. Mm-hmm. The surreal says, it says, it was an effort not to flinch at that monstrous face, at that milky eyes and lipless mouth. Same description. <laughs> That's so creepy. Yep. It says, all focused upon me. Only you can decide what breaks you, curse breaker. Only you. Mm. And I love it. Yes. I feel like it is, like, it's both looking back retrospectively. Like, that's, like, Farrah, this is how it's always been.
1: Yeah. You're the one that decides everything. Like, you are allowing things to break you, or
0: you're choosing to not let them break you. Because, like, if you think all the way back to, like, her mother dying, her family being impoverished, her being taken from her family and losing, like, every, from the very beginning all the way, Tamlin locking her up, all of those things none of those truly broke her and that was of her own power yeah and so it's like we see this that this was true mm-hmm. but also I'm so excited to see how it like continues to be true yes because we have more books coming and yes. so I'm just I'm interested to see like I just what what else yeah. what else is there and I just love that quote so much I see people get that tattoo all the time oh of, like, really you get to decide what breaks you or something along those lines and I just love I it I do love that only you can decide what breaks you. Mm. So, then he gives her a few more tips um, on how to stop Highburn, right? He, he starts talking about that the the books hold the key and basically to, like, work with Amran. Yeah. But then in the middle of him explaining that to her, he is shot yep. with an arrow by freaking Iantha. Yep. I hate her. That bee and the surreal dies. Yep. And I... Was so heartbroken. I know. It was so, so sad. It's
1: like this creature that you've met three times over a series of three books. It's so sad that he's killed. Right. Like, I felt so sad. And I shouldn't feel that connected to a character that really has done nothing in the book. You know well, what I mean?
0: he's done nothing, but he's done so much. Yes. He's, he's given just, her all of the important information that she's mm-hmm. that she needs for everything. Yep. And, like, I am even says, like, why does it talk to you, Pharaoh when it would not even deign to speak with me? So it's like... He did not have to be doing this. Yeah, like she's not like yes, she caught him. Like yes, she's lured him every right. time. She's not some badass monster that's no. forcing him to speak. Yeah, he willingly did this. Like right. there's a connection on his side too. It's just like it honestly like reminds it just it weirdly reminds me of like a father figure. I don't know if that makes any sense, but just that idea of like like a child like asking these questions, and, like, being kind of, like, silly, yeah. and you're just, like, oh, kid. I feel like it's
1: almost like this, like, I don't want to say, like, God vibe, but it's, like, almost like a God yeah. vibe, where it's, like, all these different, like, he's not of this world, so it's, like, right. this other, like, it's, like, universe and fate, and, like, he has all this, like, all-knowing knowledge that's, like, not on this earth, and it's, like, he's there to give guidance, but it's not generally super clear, and it's, yeah. like, he chose this woman who, like, her fate is, like, to help and, like, reset everything and, like, yeah. bring about peace and, like, do all these great things. So, it's, like, he chose her because yeah. she had so much potential. So, I don't know. I just get, like, that that vibe from it. I
0: completely agree. I think that was what I was attempting to articulate, too. Is yeah. It's, like, that just, like, very, like, intentional choosing mm-hmm. and, and just, I don't know. I just, you can tell... In a weird way that he cares about her right. and like wants her to succeed, but like doesn't want to make it too easy for her because right. it's the journey and like, I don't know. I just, <sighs> he's a great character. He is. He brings a new dynamic to it. Yeah. So, so that was spoilers from the serial. <laughs> yes. Spoilers of the serial spoilers. Yes. Yeah. Um, we love him. Do you love him? Let us know. Let us know. Do you want to look up images of him sipping tea on TikTok? It's a win. I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And let us know what you think. Jump in on the conversation. We look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye-bye.